Today's episode is about gratitude. And so I've created a gratitude journal page for you that you can get at selfworthedit.com slash gratitude to go along with this episode. You're listening to The Self-Worth Edit, the podcast inspiring South Asian women and beyond to quit playing small and start trusting the power and wisdom within. Join me, Noshin, on Mondays as I share insightful conversations, tips for healthier ways of thinking, and lessons in healing our relationships with ourselves. Thanks for tuning in to The Self-Worth Edit. Here we go. It's Thanksgiving week here in the U.S., and unusual Thanksgiving, there's a notice out to limit gatherings to 10 people or less if you gather at all. My small family is planning to get together, and my sister and I have each put in a request for what we want for dinner. We rarely do traditional Thanksgiving food, though I do plan to bring pumpkin pie even though probably only me and my brother-in-law will eat it. Anyway, we'll see whose suggestion, mine or my sister's, or both maybe, my mom goes with. I said chicken tikka, my sister said nihari, I'm good with all or both or either of those. Of course, Thanksgiving is about more than food, right? Is it? Yes, yes, yes it is. There's no denying The complicated history behind Thanksgiving, and in that regard, it certainly stands for something different to me now than it did growing up. Now it's an opportunity to honor those whose suffering history for so long glossed over with the false glory of cruel conquerors. The essence of why so many of us truly love Thanksgiving, though, has not shifted much. A time for giving thanks. So, It's timely to talk about one of my favorite topics, gratitude. Before we get too far into this, though, I want to let you know to listen through to the end of this episode because I'm sharing some homework for you to help prepare you for next week's episode, which is an interview with Rubina Yanigro, and that's all I'll say about that for now. We'll say a little bit more about it at the end. Back to gratitude. I've been thinking about this topic in general, beyond the realm of Thanksgiving. Last week at work, at my day job, we launched a big project, and I was on both the receiving and the giving end of gratitude. Receiving gratitude felt good. Expressing gratitude for those who had toiled on the project felt even better. The fact that it feels so good to express gratitude, as we'll talk about today, is scientifically proven. So what is gratitude, to start us off? It's more than a thought. It's a feeling, an awareness, this expansive sensation you feel in your heart when you feel appreciation for a moment, a person, an event. It feels like joyfulness, warmth fullness, completeness. It feels like you are blessed. A lot of research has actually been done around gratitude and its effects on the human brain. So there is scientific evidence of the benefits of gratitude. I'll include some resources in the show notes, but at a high level, let's review some of the benefits of gratitude. 
Feeling and expressing gratitude is linked to increased levels of dopamine. This is the pleasure chemical and provides a sense of a natural high. Gratitude is also linked with increased serotonin production, the happiness chemical, that helps us feel relaxed and a sense of well-being. There are even studies showing the positive correlation between gratitude and a reduction in feeling pain symptoms, anxiety, and depression, as gratitude has been shown to help regulate stress. From a mindset perspective, gratitude helps build resilience. Feeling into a sense of gratitude contributes to these benefits, and expressing your gratitude to or for someone further heightens the impact, as evidenced by increased brain activity. Gratitude is a practice, and when revisited regularly over time, it can actually change the neural structures of our brain and basically rewire our brains to think more positively. Here's how. The more we practice thinking into, feeling into, and expressing gratitude, the more, over time, our brain finds similar opportunities in the world around us to feel and express gratitude for. This phenomenon is not limited to gratitude. We've talked about versions of this before, and I've shared this concept before, if not here on the self-worth edit, then definitely on the podcast interview I gave for Roshni's podcast, Is It Worth It? Imagine a heavy truck driving in a figure eight through a field of dirt or grass somewhere in your mind. The truck has been taking this same shape for forever. The dirt and grass are indented. There's a rut that's formed. It's easy for the truck in our minds to keep following this pattern. If you're constantly speaking to yourself negatively, if you're always finding the worst in every situation, the more you engage in that type of thinking, the more you're driving that truck down the same path the easier it is to stay there. Now, if you consciously, imagine you consciously turn the wheel hard to get off that path, you can start to form a new one. If you start practicing kind, compassionate self-talk, for example, the more you do, the deeper ingrained in this path the truck becomes, and now this is the default path that the truck is in. This is me simplifying the concept of how we can develop new neural pathways and change our standard or default ways of thinking and observing life over time. The same is true for gratitude, which remember, we want to form the habit of gratitude to reap all the benefits we discussed a couple minutes ago. The more we start looking for reasons and opportunities to express gratitude, the more our mind becomes conditioned to seeking out these reasons and opportunities for us. We start seeing blessings where we might once only have seen burdens. We start appreciating lessons where we might once only have claimed victimhood. We find joy in our present realities where we might once only have played the comparison game wanting what others had while neglecting our own treasures. It's easy to feel gratitude when we're already happy, right? In fact, if you think back, chances are that's usually how and when gratitude sneaks up on you if you aren't already engaged in some sort of regular gratitude practice. 
In a big rush of emotion, the elated overwhelm of a wave of gratitude crashing over you and leaving you in awe of your blessings. And that is amazing. And there's another way. There's a way to actively cultivate gratitude, several ways actually, rather than passively waiting for it to meet you. So one of these ways I'm sure you've heard about is starting a gratitude journal practice. You can approach this different ways. If you are looking for a starting point, you can check out the fillable journal page I've created for you. That's in the show notes and you can find it at selfworthedit.com slash gratitude. So you can download that and type right into there to get started or recreate that template in your physical journal if, like me, you prefer pen to paper. Or, of course, print it off and glue it into your notebook if, unlike me, you get really creative with your journals. You can also simply bullet out your blessings, count your blessings, list everything. I usually either start really small and go big, or start big and drill down. So, I may start with what's right in front of me, like my morning coffee, moving on to traits about myself I'm grateful for, like my creativity, my resilience, move on and out to the loved ones in my life, and continue to zoom out, just as an example. This is especially helpful to build gradually when you're feeling down. When you're in despair, And, you know, those moments when you find it really difficult to think of what there is to be grateful for, starting with the smallest things or experiences of slight joy right in front of you and then growing bigger from that can help shift your mood and focus. Now, here's the important layer when it comes to gratitude journaling. It's not enough simply to count your blessings, make the list, write them out. That's an intellectual activity. As you write, feel, pause along the way, breathe, reflect, allow that familiar feeling of gratitude to wash over you, but this time you are inviting it in actively. Smile, enjoy, give thanks to whatever higher power you want to give thanks to. Really feel into it and make gratitude not just an intellectual activity where, you know, I know I have so much to be grateful for, but really the experience of gratitude, feel it in your body, in your heart, in your soul. And as you're thinking about what you're grateful for, something to note is we tend to express gratitude for what we have. Another approach is you can also express gratitude for what you don't have. And what I mean by that is, what do you no longer carry? Or what's not in your life right now? And we think about the negative aspects of it, but you can think about the positive. So let me give you some examples. For example, expressing gratitude for the absence of certain pains, tensions, relationships, responsibilities. You can use this exercise and this approach to shift your thoughts about something. I have the absence of this thing or experience or person in my life right now. And what is the opportunity side of that? What opportunities does this open up for me? And giving thanks for that for now. Continuing on, if you've heard the book Atomic Habits, this idea will sound familiar. If you're wanting to establish a gratitude practice, try anchoring it into an existing habit you have. Do you journal every morning? 
Begin or end every entry with an expression of gratitude. Do you practice yoga? Build an expression of gratitude into your closing. Do you, you know, not do those things, but do you brush your teeth every night or every morning? Start using that time to count your blessings in your head and to feel it in your heart. Linking a new habit onto an existing one can help it stick more easily. All right, so we've covered journaling and thinking through, you know, your blessings on your own. And if you prefer more guidance, you can also try a guided meditation specifically for gratitude. You can find these in the Calm app, on Insight Timer, in YouTube. Simply run a search for gratitude meditation online. So much shows up. Try a few out. See what works for you. Now, beyond thinking about and feeling into your gratitude is expressing your gratitude. There is a lot of power in this. And if you'll recall in our episode with Ritu Basin a few shows back, she mentioned that one action she takes when she's feeling down on herself is expressing love and appreciation to someone else. This is as simple as sending a text to remind someone how grateful you are for them. If you're unable to actually express your gratitude for someone for real, write a gratitude letter. You don't have to send it. Although again, expressing gratitude outwardly is powerful if you're able. It feels good to help others feel good. For me, I've noticed when I express my gratitude for someone directly to them by sending them a text or telling them in person, it actually further intensifies my feelings of appreciation and gratitude for them while also brightening their day. So I get more of the gratitude hit myself and they benefit as well. And hopefully my reaching out to them, expressing my gratitude for them helps them to feel a sense of self-appreciation and gratitude, perhaps starting a chain reaction for the events to follow in their own day. And while that may not be and doesn't need to be your goal, it's a cool fringe benefit, this ripple effect of feeling good and expressing gratitude. So who or what are you expressing gratitude for lately? In 2020, and in times when it feels more difficult to access these positive vibrations and emotions and, you know, the awareness of something like gratitude, it's even more important during those times to actively cultivate and focus on it. So again, you can use the journal page template at selfworthedit.com gratitude. It's actually um, a worksheet broken into four quadrants and asks you to list four different types of gratitude. So it includes, for example, gratitude for yourself, gratitude for the challenges you're facing right now and what lessons they're teaching you. Gratitude for others in your life and inspires you to find something that made you smile and brought you a sense of gratitude during the day. Okay, so I highly recommend you check that out. The link to it is in the show notes. And in general, I hope that you pause, take a beat to feel into, again, feel into gratitude this week and beyond. Come share with us over on Instagram this week at the self-worth edit, something you're grateful for. The link to follow that is also in the show notes. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday if you are and however you are celebrating this week. Oh, and to prepare for next week's episode on human design with Rubina Ianigro while you're either at home or with family, 
Find out your birth time. Yes, I'm that person right now asking you to ask your parents or dig up your birth certificate or whoever in your family might know your exact birth time, date, and location, though I imagine you already know the latter too. All right, until next time, bye-bye.